0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Friday, July 9th. And, man, we are excited. We have a Super Friends Divisional Power Rankings episode. But there's more important news than there's just that going on. That's right. Big breaking news to start the show. Not This ain't even leaked out there yet. The Pick 6 Podcast is now officially sponsored by Bud Light! Yes! yes Yay! cue it up baby drink those cold beers we are now proudly bud light guys we could not be more excited grab a bud light with us all summer long and start counting down a tailgate season head to budlight.com delivery to get yours again go to budlight.com delivery get yours as you can see you're watching on youtube which you can do at youtube.com slash pick six uh john breach is pointing towards the bud light logo there's two bud lights clinking the little splash of (laughs) ice cold domestic beer going up in the air i mean it's summertime there's nothing better than an american delicious light beer and that is bud light I, i i'll be honest like this is not part of the read i think this is the happiest day of my life this is you all guys, I a
1: podcast. You, you guys don't know this, but there's a Budweiser um, factory distributor okay. uh, brewery literally a quarter mile from my house. Well, you and you there, guys, I'm
0: with the Pick Six podcast.
2: You guys don't know this, but I actually had Bud Light Seltzer Fourth of July weekend. I was l- randomly walking in the grocery store, and literally, I will drink watermelon flavored anything. Fun fact about me, literally, my favorite flavor. Uh, and I saw A box of bud light seltzer i think it was a remix box and they they had a watermelon flavored one grabbed it and uh there were also three other flavors in there that i can't name because i only drank the watermelon ones they were delicious
0: well as you can see over my right shoulder (laughs) these delicious bud lights that i stalked down in our pool beer toss you at the fat club here in uh the fat club University no Fat club, not fat club. Oh, I like the fat club better. <laughs> I did not join a club called the fat club that does beer call. I guess it could actually make. Ph- sense. H- uh, anyway, H- no. I mean, in all seriousness, pretty high. We yeah, you know, we've been doing this podcast for a long time, Ryan, and John, and Bleat. Uh, you know, and we're sponsored by a beer. That's all I really wanted in life was to have my podcast. Our yeah, there is no
1: better sponsor. marriage, no better marriage between sponsor and host and beer for Brinson.
0: It makes too much sense. And uh, once we get to maybe next week's episodes, well,
2: is it um is it too early to crack a beer? Probably too early. To no,
0: it's, it's
1: four o'clock somewhere. Oh, that's something else. It's uh, And
2: no one knows what time it is when we're recording this. For all they know, it's 8.30 p.m. at night. That's true. Thank now, I'm pr- probably going to be hammered off this because I've been fasting for like seven. years. <laughs> so
3: that's fine.
1: Oh, there's yeah. the humble brag. You got it in.
2: <laughs> people up.
1: people who talk about Brinson bragging. Brinson
2: claims to be fasting. Oh, Me and Ryan man. don't believe it at all.
0: That is so good. There's
2: a 0% chance you're fasting. No, malty right. hops.
1: Oh. So you Just went from the clean, delicious Bud Light. You went from the fat club to the fast club. Now you're back to the fat club.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, in the feed, make sure and check out top 10 teams of the Super Bowl era. That is, uh, that's that's uh, myself and Brian DiArdo breaking them down. It's actually a really good talk. And, Ryan, you will love and be surprised by the list. I'll tell you that much. Did
1: the uh, 2020 Bengals happen to make that list?
0: Uh, you have to win a Super Bowl, Ryan.
1: Dunk oh, it on yourself. Yes!
0: <laughs> there it is. On. He may have pulled a hamstring <laughs> or a muscle, and there is complete elation. <laughs> well, if you have to win a Super Bowl, I guess that means there's not a single Bengals team on the list,
1: mm, That there? is correct, right.
0: Oh!
2: oh, oh. <laughs> I Is only that, saw one Steelers team on the w- list, which means the other four were trash. Other which, five, how many did they want? What would you say? The uh, or, five or, six, or six. The six, they won six, Steelers. so the other five are trash. Press well, the dunk button, I dunked on them. Uh, there's only <laughs> yeah. one team from each franchise. Well, no, that wasn't a rule, that was not a rule. He could have put in all six Steelers teams if they were good enough. They were not. I don't think
0: Ryan knows because I don't think he's seen the list, but I, if you've seen the list, then you know, Breach. Where were that Steelers team that you were talking about? Where'd they rank?
2: Uh, he had the night. Well, oh, you know what? Actually, Wilson, who do you think was the best Super Bowl winning Steelers team? Why don't we ask him that?
1: Ooh. Um, I don't remember the 70s teams that well, so I, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. So I just know like the the coward Tomlin. Those are the
2: teams that I know really well. What well, he just doesn't want to throw Diardo under the bus here. I can see what's going on.
1: No, I don't mind. Go ahead. Tell me.
2: Well, Diard- so who, who do you think was the best Steelers Super Bowl team? Just, um, just give me, I'll, give me a year. Super winning.
1: I'll go the year they they beat the Rams. How about that? Um, I
2: think that was Super Bowl. It's right when the Super Bowl fourteen. I think.
1: Yeah, you know. Nardo's
2: was the nineteen seventy eight Steelers. And and Ryan just he. named nineteen seventy nine Steelers. Ah,
0: so close. Oh, that's close. So close. So close. Nice roster, but, but D-O- I if I said over under t- uh, two and a half. Ooh, that's where do Steelers rank?
2: As far as the greatest Super Bowl winning teams of all time, I where would you put the 1978 Steelers?
1: Two and a half is the over-under? Over-under yes. two and a half. I'll go over like two two 2.5 to 3, 4, 5, that direction.
0: Okay, what if I said over-under half?
1: Oh, well then I guess I have to go...
0: He put number one say, no. number one over the 72 dolphins and actually made a very compelling case as to why it would well, be a lot the,
1: more- the 72 dolphins didn't score a lot of points if I recall correctly
0: They have like one of the worst strength of schedules of all time
1: and uh the final that was a Garo your premium game is that right Brent, uh, breach that uh was a-
2: yes well, they yeah. won 14 to 7 or was that the right. next year
1: i think that was that year 14 7 or they and- barely beat washington in the final that's right even yeah. though Gero Breach threw the ball backwards.
0: And you start to look at him, you're like, yeah, this team's not that dominant. Um, oh, Wilson chugging a... <laughs> no, alligator. Bud Light. Yeah. Um, anywho, course, no. that's in the feed. We'll have a mailbag coming up Monday. There'll be lots of Bud Light talk on that as well, because we're sponsored by Bud Light. Don't know if we mentioned that. But let's get to the Visual Power Rankings. I assume this is a breaches list. Uh, is uh,
2: breaches. It is. Okay, it is. Cool.
0: So we're going off your list, and... You told me and Ryan off, off air and before Debo logged on that you were purposely trolling Debo with this list. So let's start. Who's at number eight?
2: Well, yeah. obviously, since we're trolling Debo, the, uh, the the this is the worst division in the NFL going into 2021. It is none other than the NFC East. Oh, ho, ho. Would you say if you were picking the worst
0: team in the worst division in football, who would you <laughs> pick
2: this? I mean, it would have to be... Let's continue the theme of trolling Debo. It is the Philadelphia Eagles! Oh, ho,
1: ho. <laughs> so, Breach is the, the king of analogies. The, what is this like? This is like the person that's terrible at one thing, ter- telling someone else who he thinks is really terrible at something, that he's bad at it. So what's that analogy? How do you work that analogy, Breach?
0: It'd be like... Um, it'd be like Hugh Jackson showing up at Cincinnati and telling uh, <laughs> yeah. Zach Taylor that he's bad at his job. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> and, yeah. and what's that? I told my my dunk buttons being taken away. <laughs> right, uh, that's like Hugh Bud Light, and he's just dunking all over everything.
1: Hugh yeah. invites Zach out to dinner just to have a friendly conversation, and the next thing you know, he's giving advice on how to coach the team.
0: All right, so criteria-wise, is this, is, this, is this simply a cumulative ranking? Does having a great team you know, like the Chiefs for the you know for the AFC West obviously outrank? you know, have a, t- a division with four decent teams. How does that work?
2: I would say that you're looking from top to bottom. So okay. being top heavy does not, you know, because if you have one good team, that doesn't mean your division's good. Right. I mean, 75% of your division is bad. So it's more of a top to bottom thing. And with the NFC East, it kind of feels like they're all average to below average. You know, Washington, best team in the division last year went seven to nine. Even if they improved three wins, they're 10 and seven. You know, I don't think anyone really believes that, any NFC East team is going to top ten wins. I mean, do you guys think any of these teams are going to top ten wins this year? So uh, let's look let's I, look.
0: I think it's reasonable that a team could get to ten. I don't. Yeah, think no, no, good. ten.
2: Ten is the seal. Uh-oh. I think ten and seven is where the first place NFC East team ends up. That's it. I so, don't at best.
1: So let's look at it uh, another way. So that that comp, that division combined for uh, twenty three wins last year. Are they going to get twenty five? or more and I'm adding just two games because of the the increased schedule games is this team gonna is this division gonna combine for 25 wins
2: uh so yes. that's so right. when, when you say that ryan uh so oh, yeah 24 yeah, teams 16 they only games. got 23 last year well they played 64 total they went 23 40 and one and that was the second worst overall record ever for any division and the only worst division was 2008 NFC West so it was a historically bad performance. So can these four teams combine for 25 wins? I think they do because I don't think you're going to follow up historically bad performance with another historically bad performance. I just think it's going to be bad, but not historically bad.
0: So, so the, the Cowboys have a nine and a half win total that's juiced to the under. Oh yeah, the go through the win We'll add them up. Seven, what? I'm sorry. I, we'll add those up. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The Giants have a seven win total that's juiced to the over. Washington has an eight win total that's really basically eight and a half. It's minus 155. That's 24 right there. Yeah, that's 15 plus, uh, yeah, 23, I think, or 20. Yeah, it's 24 right there. And then the Eagles, I'm sure that they're seven, heavily juiced to the under. 31. So we'll say
2: so that's 30, 31, which sounds about right. Because, if okay. you know, if a team wins 10 games, then they only need to, the other three teams just need to combine for 15 wins to get to 25. And I think they'll do that. But My
0: only thing is, I'm not sure that the NFC East wouldn't win a head-to-head, you know, like the Big Ten ACC Challenge. That they wouldn't win a head-to-head battle with the AFC South. Well, the maybe maybe it's wholly dependent on Deshaun Watson too. Earlier
1: this summer, we did a a mailbag question about which division we take to make our team. I took the NFC East just sort of as a crazy flyer, with the understanding that Dak Prescott has to play well. But they have good players in that division. But the AFC South, I think that's a fair point. Um, I think that's maybe AFC South wins six out of ten. Maybe it's five and a half.
2: I, you know, right, it, so the
0: best team in theory in the AFC South is the Titans. Titans. I Cowboys think that it, Titans is just a shootout. And I, I think it could go either way. I would probably lean towards the Titans in that game just because I think Derrick Henry would run all over them. But I don't yeah, think the Titans are stopping the Cowboys. Both, both defenses stink. Um, as
2: far as it's Mike McCarthy. You have Colts and Washington, I will take Washington all day in that. We just don't know about Carson. Why Colts and Washington? Like, how, how are you pairing these games up? Who's the yeah. second-best team in the year? Titans in Washington because the Titans came first place? First place versus first place? I think Is we're that, just well, going the, Titans now,
0: the Titans are now the favorite to win the division. So oh, I was bad.
2: just going by the standings from last year. Well, I'm going on the Vegas' odds to win the division. Okay. It seems
0: more important than the standings from last year. I guess. Well, Carson Wentz yeah. was on the Eagles last year, so standings seem irrelevant. No, I but guess. I don't you know what you're saying.
1: I mean, I, I think Washington, we all – I don't think any of us are picking Dallas to win the division.
0: Well, I mean, the Cowboys are the favorite to win the division. I, I understand that, but I understand.
1: Right, point. do
2: you think, the, yeah, do you think the Cowboys are going to win the division? I'm saying you're going by right, ambiguous you odds that we don't necessarily right. you agree pick with. The two teams that
0: play for the one seat, the the number one matchup in those two divisions. Who's, who okay,
2: is? Titans versus Washington.
0: I'll take Washington. I think that's really close. I think that's
1: it's
2: close. Yeah,
1: I think it's versus
2: Cowboys. Mm, I'm taking
1: the, I'm taking Carson Wentz over Mike McCarthy.
0: That's my math there. I'll take Mike McCarthy. I'll take Dak. And,
1: and
2: also since, you know, we might as well just lump in the AFC South right now because they were seventh. It's not like you're, we're arguing the eighth yeah. ranked division versus the fourth ranked division. And yeah, this so is
0: exactly the sort of thing you would do if you realize you were wrong and you tried to skew the results. No, not at all.
2: I'm saying that uh part of the tiebreaker to put the AFC South ahead is that they have two teams that are considered playoff contenders. Whereas I don't think anybody thinks NFC East has a chance of getting more than one team in the playoffs.
0: Uh, I would disagree with that. The playoffs. So you, you have think, not, I think the, the, the Giants are whipping the Jaguars. The playoffs aren't expanding either. Same playoffs last year, right? Just no. the one extra team. Gotcha. And then yeah. I think that the Eagles you, are probably better than the Texans. Wait a second. You think the Giants are whipping who?
1: The 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 Jaguars. I don't yeah. know. This, here, here's the thing. That's like perfect. I, I, my, my hesitation with the Jaguars is that the Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow are my two concerns with the Jaguars. So uh, right now I'm, I'm on team. Giants,
2: yeah. I, uh, I I would give the edge to the to the NFC East over the AFC South is what I'm saying. But I mean, it's, it is close. Like it's it's near. and and real quick, the NFC East they're out. Ryan talked about the 23 games, but you know, thir- 13, 14, whatever those wins are, division wins. So like they came against each other. So you kind of need to throw those out the window. They're 12, so you play 24 games. So you get 12 wins and 12 losses from playing in your division. So of those 23, you know, you have to take some out. they went 10, 29 and one out of the division. So when they played teams that were not in the NFC East. And so now you're talking one of the worst performances and the AFC South went 15 and 25 in games yeah, I, played out of division.
1: I think Breach is right. I think you, the, you can postulate that the NFC East would beat the AFC South, but they didn't do it. And I don't know, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, which one? Which Ryan Fitzpatrick we're gonna see? We know Ryan Tannehill is probably the most consistent quarterback in those two divisions, and that's primarily because Dak has been injured. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. Uh, we don't know about the quarterback situation in Philadelphia. Daniel Jones has to play well this year, and again, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the other division. Tannehill already mentioned. I suspect Carson Wentz is gonna be better. Uh, I don't know. Houston is is a crapshoot, and I, I think Trevor Lawrence will be. What do you think? 60% of uh, Justin Herbert is what we can expect from Trevor Lawrence? That seems
2: that, like the – that seems fair. Yeah, And of, of all the teams in the NFC East, any one of them would take Trevor Lawrence except the Cowboys. Three or four would take him if they had the chance.
0: Well,
1: but I think you said I mean, that about – The Cowboys might take Trevor Lawrence. You could say that about, 20, about 27 teams probably. I mean, yeah, maybe 25.
0: Just so based on the contract alone. But, yes, the Cowboys wouldn't – The Cow, if the Cowboys were trying to win right now, they would have rather have Dak. But I, I, I agree with your point there.
1: Yeah, it's close. It's close. Was it close to your mind, Breach, or you were definitively... No, slammed? no,
2: it was close. I mean, that's right. well, that's what I was saying. That's why this isn't, like, a huge... Again, if I had AFC South higher, like, at 5th or 6th, then that would be a little bit different, but they are Does, at 7th. And the tiebreaker, again, for me, was who's going to have the most playoff contenders, and I thought that was the South, and how these teams did last year. Obviously, these teams, uh, you know, we have new teams. The Colts have a new quarterback. Uh, Washington has new quarterback there are teams with new quarterbacks uh, but you know you can still see how you know Jacksonville went 1 and 15 and the AFC South still had a better out of division record than the NFC East
1: hey Brentson uh, what is the Jacksonville Jaguars win total do you have that in front of you
0: uh it is it is set at 6 just over
2: six 140.
1: 140 now Bree did you well, how much of that six did you attribute to Tim Tebow being on the roster?
2: All of it. <laughs> I think he accounts for six wins
1: on his own. They're going to get 12 wins. Is They're anyone not. taking the over six among us? Because I am
0: not.
2: Uh, I I would take the over on six. It, no, it, yeah, I don't think it's that's of the division, I think. You're Somebody literally that. asked me on Twitter this week. He said, I've got a question for you, Breach. Can Trevor Lawrence get Jacksonville to the playoffs? That is from at J.K. Sports 8. So it's funny you asked about the over-under. And I told him my pre-training camp prediction is 6-11 and 11, without knowing what the over-under was. So I, I don't think Brenton's crazy. All right, we'll see. So anyway, right. that's 8-7. That's and seven. I think those are clearly the two worst divisions of football though, right?
0: Would you have
2: the AFC South 8, Brenton? I would have the AFC South 8 and the NFC, South, NFC East 7. What about yeah. you, Wilson?
0: No, I am with Breach so far.
1: Okay. I just I have very little faith in the NFC East in terms of consistency. Again, quarterback situation in Philadelphia, Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Those are my, my two biggest concerns. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will be fine. I, I like Ron Rivera. I think I, I like um well I like the Giants. What's the Giants coach? I can't remember his name.
2: Joe Judge. Yeah, I like Joe Judge. Judge like Joe. He,
1: uh, the first year, but Danny Dimes is, is gonna be a huge question mark. Who's better this year, Danny Dimes or Carson Wentz?
2: Danny Carson Wentz.
0: Ooh, <laughs> there you go. Debo.
2: Daniel be-
3: Dimes.
0: I'll take Danny Dimes a I'm the Wentz Broken Danny. man. This little uh, this little rejuvenation. If they if Carson uh, Wentz come out wins a comeback player of the year award for not sucking this year, I'm gonna be furious.
3: All uh, right, well, put money oh, on God. it. Let
1: Debo be the tiebreaker. Who's gonna have be a better year, Debo, Carson or, or Danny?
3: You know that answer. There it Talk is. Danny.
0: I, the fact that Eagles fans are so like loving the Colts. It's just, it's weird.
3: I don't think that's, that's true. I think I'm an exception. I really, I don't know if you're basing that off me or other things that you've seen. I, I think a majority of Eagles fans would probably root for failure for Carson. Oh, so they
0: want Carson to crash and burn. By yeah. the way, Brit, and Britson, like, ha, we were right. Jalen hurts. Doesn't. Is- are
1: you the level. same guy who broke up with the San Diego slash LA chargers to love the Colts when they had Phillip rivers? Is that you?
3: Yes. <laughs> oh, ho,
1: ho! <laughs> I love I love the look on your face when you realize
0: where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. And they broke over the Colts to go back to the ranch
2: Philip like Rivers retired. Um, all right, what's
1: next, breach? Um,
2: number six, breach. Yeah, number six. I thought okay, so number six to me is the hardest because of all the drama that's going But it's the NFC North. It is. We don't know what's going on with the Aaron Rodgers' mm. situation. The Lions have been hot garbage ever since they fired who Ryan.
1: Uh, Matt Patricia, my guy, who I am supposed Jim Caldwell, to be. Right? Jimmy Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. Since they fired oh, Jim I was Caldwell. thinking about the uh the the, the person who wrote in and said I'm Matt Patricia and, and uh-huh. ourselves
2: to the coaches. And you know, the Vikings are still jo- We don't the Bears and Vikings both finished didn't finish above five hundred last season. And you know, the Packers seem like they're in total disarray until this Rogers situation gets figured out. So um I have them – Let me six. let me
1: ask you this, Breach. I haven't followed, I know you have Brentson, the the match where uh Aaron Rodgers and and Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson and who was the fourth? Uh Bryson. Uh, oh Bryson was. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers Aaron, is awesome. But he skirted around questions when asked about his future in the NFL, correct. correct? So Breach, I've always been at 1%. I think the last probably a month, six weeks. Where are you now on Aaron Rodgers returning in September at the latest to play for the Packers?
2: I've always been hovering at like 10 to 15% just because I don't think the Packers want to trade them and they're going to do everything they can not to trade them. But at some point, you know, you you get to September 11th or September 10th. And the season starts in September 12th. Like, what are you doing? You got to do, so, you got to make a decision. So where are you at? I, I think if Rogers doesn't show up for maybe the first three weeks, it's going to reality is going to hit. And he's, they're going to say, all right, we got to deal him." Where are you at? Percentage wise, 15% that Rogers plays for the Packers. You're still there. Where are you, Brinson?
0: Uh sixty five percent of the plays for back. Good lord.
1: That's bullish.
0: All right. So are you more
1: concerned about Jared Goff breach or um what's his name? The All right, hold on.
0: A- I've just been told break bit of a breaking news segment here. What do you got? Oh, it's time for ice cold takes presented by Bud Light. That's right. And here is my ice cold take presented by Bud Light. Wait for it. Oh gosh. <laughs> Wait for it. No, no matter whether Aaron Rodgers plays or not, the Minnesota Vikings will win the NFC North. That is my ice cold take presented Ooh. by Bud Light. Your thoughts, guys?
1: It's not crazy. I, I, here's the thing I think if Aaron Rodgers plays, I'm again 1%, reaches 15 For instance, I'm out 65%. He, he can be vindictive, and I don't think he would throw the game, but he feels sort of like the kid in, um, Bad news bears who holds onto the ball at the pitcher's mouths while the other team rounds the bases. <laughs> so yeah, I I think the Vikings, if they can get out of their own way. Um we all like Kirby Cousins to, to varying degrees. I don't think he can take you all the way, but he can get you to the playoffs. And um I think there's a chance they can win that division. I like their their the players around them. Um I'm trying to think who they they drafted the kid, the the quarterback out of Texas A&M, who like A and M. Yeah, Kellen Mond, who has a chance to to potentially play uh, play as well. They're getting some guys back. Michael Pierce is coming yeah, back. Like who opted Kellen out Mond's last a year?
0: for the Vikings. I don't know. they Cousins
1: was good last year. They drafted him in the third round. But I, my point is this: that they, uh, I think, they bolstered the offensive line. i like. I've been so far out of the loop. I got to re, you know, re. Familiarize myself with everything they've done. Yeah, they had Christian Darrisaw. The good there, they got White Davis, which is great news in terms of up in the offensive line. The defensive players are coming back. Any other
0: offensive line pieces that could develop into Pro Bowlers? Mm -hmm. Oh
1: yes, of course. uh, Garrett Bradbury, who was should have been Offensive Rookie of the Year (laughs) two years ago, but that didn't happen. Yes, absolutely. This team could win the division. I don't know if you have the William Hill odds in front of you, but I would imagine
0: right now either it's off or it's for the Vikings. The Vikings are actually plus one twenty to make the playoffs. Ooh. I really like that. Their win total is eight and a half overs minus one seventy. Those two don't line up very well. I was going to say that's interesting. Your win total is basically nine. Your odds should be minus like one ten to make the playoffs. So that might, that's a good bet. If anybody has it out there on William Hill, you should check that out to win the division. The Vikings are plus two thirty. The Packers still minus one twenty. This Ooh. number, by the way, you don't bet. Um, you don't bet this if you like the Vikings right now. Because this is based on – this is a halfway hedge on Aaron Rodgers playing this year. They Wait, don't why, make it, why wouldn't you like, bet you don't that now? the Vikings favorite, everybody hammers the Packers, and then they're exposed if Aaron Rodgers comes back. But they don't want to make the Packers – they don't want to make the Vikings like four to one, and then Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, and everybody hammers the Vikings. So this is basically – I think you hammer
1: the Vikings now if you are like me or Breach, and you feel like there's less than a 15% chance that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Because if he comes back.
2: Yeah, I, I think if you, or if you're like Brinson and you think the Vikings are going to win it anyway, I think you get this number now because I don't think there's any way this number you're going to make get any more value because if Rogers right. is definitely returning, maybe that drops to like plus 250. But I think no, this-
0: no, 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 no. if Rogers comes back, the the Packers will be minus 250 and the Vikings will be three and a half or four to one, I think.
1: Yeah, but the, then, the you're one- not winning, then you're not winning the division. That's the whole point.
0: You're
2: making this better. Oh, that's you know? my whole
0: my 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 cold t- ice cold take presented by Bud Light is that the Vikings are winning no
2: matter what. So, oh, and I the see. one thing about the Packers is that let's say Aaron Rodgers does show up, they get something done, but he misses like the first three weeks of training camp. You look at their early schedule; three of their first four games are against the Saints, the 49ers, and the Steelers. So, you know, all games that could go either way. And if, Jam- if- Jameis Winston. Uh,
1: who knows who's playing quarterback. Jimmy G will probably play quarterback and then a raggedy arm Ben Roethlisberger, but I all think, those
2: teams have good defenses.
1: I think Jerry, I think Um, uh, Jordan love could go two and one.
2: <laughs> well, right. let's just say that Rogers is the quarterback. They start one and three after all that drama. I mean, that sets the stage for an implosion. Then you have a total rift, like, Uh, The coaching staff, you know, behind closed doors, you have sources saying if Rodgers would have been for all of training camp, the Packers offense would have been running better and wouldn't have lost these games. Then you have Rodgers camp saying stuff like it it could get ugly if they get off to an ugly start. If Rodgers skips time
1: breach, Uh, Brinson, would you rather be Matt LaFleur having to deal with this headache or would you rather be Zach Taylor, who has year two with um, Joe Burrow and a pretty good team around you and no pressure basically? That's you, Brinson,
0: right? Would I rather be sorry? I was texting my wife about Boss Baby 2 and tickets.
2: But <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, that is that is the best excuse you could uh, go with. yet. Brinson's bitter that. because his family went to see Space Jam We're 2 Space Jam out to July 6th without, without him, him. They bought tickets, no, no. and so now he texts and said, Look, if you go see Boss Baby <laughs> 2 without me, we got problems.
0: <laughs> what, uh, what was
2: That's the where We are right now, Zach Taylor,
0: Joe Burrow, or who.
1: Would you rather be Matt Lafleur and the headaches you're having to deal with, basically since you arrived, although you're winning football games, thirteen games in your first year, or Zach Taylor, zero pressure, J- uh, John Breach is your biggest supporter, you get Joe Burrow back in year two, and all the other playmakers that are now.
0: Oh, I mean, I, Zach Matt Lafleur could go two and fifteen next year and so still keep his job.
1: But the the mental <laughs> oh, and Zach
0: Taylor can't. So the I'll mental
1: take- pain you have to deal with every day with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Uh, would you rather just be <laughs> over it? Or would you rather have Zach Taylor with a chance to perhaps turn the corner? I think they're winning eight I'd games. Further away
0: from getting fired, which is what. <laughs> all right. Which is he what would, Zach. Which is what Matt is. That's fair.
1: All right. Yeah. So you'd rather yeah, He's
0: twenty-six and six in his first two years. He has. That's the not the same point. Number though. of losses in his first two years is Zach Taylor has wins in his first two years. But the
1: point is that he he has to deal with a steaming pile of dog doo doo every I mean, single I mean, he day. Have to
0: deal with an unemployment line. I mean,
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's worth the mental strain. Is all I'm saying. I would I would think about it.
2: They literally are the opposite of each other, 26 and six, and Zach Taylor is six, 25 and one. All
0: right. Yikes. So, and what's ironic is that Matt LaFleur is Breach's doppelganger.
1: That's right. Not by the way, haircut. so
0: Justin Fields. Is there, by the way, is. so Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Justin Fields, hopefully
1: he wins the job at some point, but that Bears team still went eight and eight last year as, as to why they're the, currently the sixth team and I think uh, the sixth seed uh, in Breach's rankings. And I think Detroit is probably the worst team in the NFL, maybe worse than even Houston. Uh, but Houston. I think the other three teams have a chance to, to sort of do some things. And um, there's a chance if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, that maybe the Packers even finish third with Jordan Love. if He ends up struggling.
0: Is there a case to be made if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back that this is the worst division in football? No. No way.
2: Uh, you know, what's funny is they actually played the two divisions below them last season. They went 8-8 eight and eight versus the AFC South. And three and one versus the NFC East. There you go. And I, I do think you could make an argument that you could put them at seven or eight. Brinson. I don't think that's completely crazy. If it's Rogers completely- is, if, if
0: no Rogers, suddenly it's it's uh, Andy Dalton
2: the Bears and Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are your best
0: two teams. I might take the Titans and Colts over them, and might take.
2: Dallas and Washington over them. You basically have two Andy Daltons as the best quarterbacks because yeah, you have Cousins Andy is Dalton the rich man's Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. Right. And, and Andy Dalton is poor man's Andy yeah, Dalton. Yeah. But Justin Fields could end
1: up playing and being, you know, above average. And Jordan Love, we have no idea about. And I hope he turns out well. Just, well and then the, the other two teams. Goal. What if Jared the, Goff is the comeback player of the year? You never know.
0: But I mean, I'm just saying the Lions and the Packers or Jordan Love are going to hang with the Jaguars and the Texans.
1: Are the Lions worse than the. The Texans and/or Jaguars and/or Eagles. Sorry, <laughs> I
0: Eagles. think the Lions could beat the Texans.
1: The Eagles are the best team in that bunch.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. So that's my case. It Maybe NFC East. Yeah. You no, know Aaron Rodgers. Maybe NFC East is the. How did the, the how team. did the how did the Lions win more games than the Eagles last year? Good lord! All right, you heard it at the top of the show, but we are officially a Bud Light podcast. We're Bud Light guys. I'm a Bud Light guy. Breach, you a Bud Light guy? Look at that little frothy Bud Light. Oh man, that looks good. Bud <laughs> <Mm-mm, mm-mm. laughs> hey. Light, like bleep o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. We could not be more excited, as you can tell. And we can't wait for summer filled with ice cold Bud Light. Bud Light wants to make sure you have an awesome summer as well. And to start, they want you to have a beer on them. That's right. Because you're a Pick Six podcast listener, Bud Light wants to buy you a beer. How you enjoy it, that's your business at budlightlegends.com to sign up and claim your free beer. Again, budlightlegends.com. Go there, sign up, get your free beer on us. If you do it, if you get that free beer, sign, it, it, when you when you do it, when you go do that cuz you're going to go do it. It's a free beer. Why would you not take a free beer? Go to budlightlegends.com, sign up, take a screenshot too. Tag BudLight, tag Pick Six Pod and send it our way and let us know that you've claimed your Free beer. I know I'll be claiming. I, I don't know if I can claim my free beer. Maybe that's a probably some rules against that, but I've got right here. So it doesn't matter
2: if it involves free beer. Brenton will figure out a way around the rules, he'll find all the loopholes. Yes, that's correct. You're a loophole
1: master. By the way, one of my favorite Bud Light Super Bowl memories uh, back in the day, Brinson would be so busy with parties that he would let me go to the Bud Light party because he couldn't go breach. Me and Borosky <laughs> went to the Bud Light party at the New Orleans Super Bowl and hung out with David Keckner.
0: I was, you know, I was with you. We couldn't get in because it was so crowded.
1: That was the second time. After you, we wow. met up, after you came back from the NFLPA party, we tried to go back. But David Koechner talked to me and Brodsky for 10 minutes. He must have wanted to kill himself. Saw, saw your guy, A.J. Green, there. Uh, saw Trent Richardson mm. coming into the NFL. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Bud Light uh, permeates all our lives. One of my and, favorite. It really
2: does. Another Super Bowl story real quick. Super Bowl 23, Bengals 49ers. Do you know why that <laughs> has ties to Bud Light? because was were... the Bud Bowl one. Oh, oh my God, I love the
0: Bud Remember Bowl. Remember the Bud Bowl? Uh, um, of course I do. I just brought it up. Also in that New Orleans Super Bowl, they how you know Bud Light's the best because they had on Saturday night. So Saturday night, all the parties bring out their biggest headliners and some other company it was not beer related. they gotten Justin Timberlake. That's yeah, cool. That's fine. You know who Bud Light got? I Stevie do wonder. You know what's better? Stevie Wonder. I went to that Bud Light party and you walk over this little stanchion thing and down in, and there's just Bud Light everywhere. And Stevie Wonder's just up there playing the hits, as uh, allegedly as blind as can be. And just, I mean, just banging outside. What does that mean, allegedly? Stevie Wonder's actually blind. Just, oh. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and it was one of the best parties, best concerts I've ever been to. And it was primarily because I was just sitting there slugging free Bud Light. All Here's how
1: old we are. That was eight
0: years ago, eight and a half years ago. Oh, God. Joe Flacco was the Super Bowl MVP that year. Breach yep, wasn't even it. working for CBS. He stole a job.
1: No, he was there. He was back. In, I was covering
0: college. He
1: was back was in way was, back in the day. That's
0: when he he I was, was covering he the
1: Pac-12. He was back in California when he made the power go out at the Superdome. And then
0: yep,
2: he blew out an outlet and, just so he could. And, and then here we are nine years later. Three. And I'm on a podcast sponsored by Bud Light. So it all worked.
0: It all came full circle. All full circle. That's right. Breach was conceived at the Bud Bowl. And here we are. <laughs> Yikes.
2: <laughs> Yowzer. you checks it at number
0: five on your list of
2: top division to breach number five is the NFC South. Princeton, you open this up by asking kind of uh, what are, how, how do this rankings come together? If a team has one if a division has one really good team, what does that mean? And that's kind of the NFC South. They have one team that uh, everyone expects to be really good this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, And and the other teams just have a bunch of giant question marks. Could the Saints be good? Sure. They won the division last year. It wasn't the Buccaneers. They went 12-4. and So you lose Drew Brees, who, uh, you know, the last two seasons when he was injured, the Saints were still winning games. We saw Teddy Bridgewater go 5-0. and Uh, We saw the Jameis Winston-Taysom Hill combo do okay last year. So there's no reason this team can't win 9, 10, maybe 11 games with uh, who knows what Sean Payton can do a quarterback. And then I think the Panthers are going to be better. Brinson, I'm sure you can tell us how optimistic you are about them, but I would be surprised if they get to eight or nine wins and there's no way the Falcons can be any worse than they were last year.
0: So the Buccaneers are, I, I think you make a case that this team should be higher. The Buccaneers over under, or this division should be higher. Excuse me. Buccaneers over under is 11 and a half juiced up. That is a lot. The Saints is 9.5, juiced way down, but I think the Saints have a lot more upside than people are giving them credit for with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. The Panthers are set at 7.5, juiced the under. I also think with Sam Darnold and and the offensive pieces, they have a a lot more upside than people are giving them credit for. And then the Falcons at 7.5, juiced the over, actually if Atlanta can somehow m- manufacture something on defense with Dean you know, calling the plays and he's been able to do that. Maybe this team is better than people think. I-, I think you can make a case that this team could be as low as six and as high as four. So I think a little variation here. I don't know if I can push them up any higher than that, but I do four. think that this team, actually this team, could get, this division could get as high as three. Yeah. I'd be moving a team in the top two further down,
1: how much of a downgrade is Jameis from Drew Brees? Who, incidentally, somehow finished. Let's see, Drew Brees is finished. How much, how
0: much of an upgrade is he from Drew Brees?
1: Well, I'm Ooh. saying down.
0: I I don't necessarily disagree Work with that. I, I'm
1: saying I'm saying downgrade because as I look at Drew Brees' DVOA numbers from last year, his value per play, he ranks seventh, which seems absolutely bonkers. He wasn't good. He was
0: not good.
3: So, so if is uh,
1: there a drop-off, let me ask you that.
0: I think that Vegas and the fantasy community and the general football watching world is building in a gigantic drop-off. I mean, the saints over under is nine and a half, right? And juiced way under. So that tells you that the expectation is they will go nine and seven at best. According to Vegas. I'm in, I'm in 8 I've been dodging that bullet for a while. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like I've been doing these fantasy drafts this offseason. Jameis Winston's not going high. I mean, people are not expecting him to be good this year. But I think the year in where did Drew Brees go last year in these fantasy drafts? Um, I mean, earlier in that, just because he's Drew Brees. Okay. But I mean, you know, middle tier of the quarterbacks. I think there is a better than 30% chance that Jameis Winston and this is in my opinion, Jameis Winston will play 70% of the snaps. Taysom Hill gets 30%. And they'll use Taysom Mill more than they used him Drew Brees because Jameis will be willing to come off the field and not complain the way that Drew Brees would and be insulted the way that Drew Brees would. And that Jameis Winston, there's a 30% chance that he's an upgrade over Drew Brees.
2: Yeah, it might be even higher than that. Might be. And remember, last two seasons, again, Saints 8-1 in games where Drew Brees didn't play. And arguably, Drew Brees cost them uh, the playoff game against the Buccaneers. They would have won that game if Drew Brees didn't have a disastrous game.
1: Would both of you rather have Jameis Winston on this team in 2021 or Teddy Bridgewater? He went five and oh, two years ago.
0: I would rather take the upside of Jameis Winston. I think so too.
1: Yeah, I'd
2: probably Jameis.
0: Does anyone I mean, in, the same, in the same way that the Buccaneers upgraded massively by getting rid of Jameis Winston and bringing in Tom Brady, who doesn't make the mistakes that Jameis Winston makes. I think there's a chance that Sean Payton can upgrade Jameis Winston and give them that vertical element, give them a more dynamic offense while also potentially restricting the mistakes that Jameis Winston makes through both coaching and play calling. Now, that is obviously taking a pretty big leap of faith, given what we've seen from Jameis Winston in his career. But the talent is there. He's got an eye surgery. If they can harvest it, it'll yeah. work out. And
1: who wins more games, Sam Darnold or, or Matt Ryan?
0: I'll say Sam Darnold.
2: Ooh! you know, what's funny about that is that uh, so, you know, the past few weeks we were going through team by team predictions. Each one of our writers here at CBS Sports handled team. I did the Bengals, of course, and we finally finished all those and I rounded up all the predictions in the NFC South. Brinton, that's what they have, too. We have the Buccaneers at 12 and five, the Saints at nine and eight, the Panthers at eight and nine and the Falcons at six and eleven.
0: Well, there you go. I think it's wide open on that end. Um, but yeah, the NFC South, the Buccaneers could be the by far and away the best team in football this year. Here's another thing to keep in mind. Depending on how this year goes, three
1: because I think Tom Brady, ironically, will be the one that's coming back. Three of these teams could be looking for quarterbacks in the first round.
0: Sure. Yeah. Maybe
1: four if Tom Brady does retire, which I don't think will happen, but point. I mean or, or you know, trying to find a quarterback in the offseason.
0: Absolutely. No, it's a great point. Uh but yeah, I think the NFC South has a ton of upside, but also has a pretty good amount of downside if, if Sam Darnold washes out the Falcons can't protect Matt Ryan the defense is terrible and if the Jameis Taysom Hill thing bust out you know I think the Saints have a high enough floor where I'm not that worried about them but all three of those teams could win eight games or le- or nine games or less eight games or less and then all of a sudden you know you have the Buccaneers and that's it
1: any chance the, the Buccaneers has- Any chance the Buccaneers regress no. like like win eight, eight or nine games yeah no.
2: I mean, mean, because they were 6-5 and at one point. They got off to a slow start, and so... Yeah, but there's a Tom Brady acclimating to a new... Well, right, so now he knows the offense. Now it's hard to see them being worse. Uh, That would be a massive surprise, given
0: the way that they handled their offseason, bringing everyone back. He is going to be 60 years old.
2: No one cares? Age is just a number. Age is just a number. Who checks in at number four for you, Breach? Number four is... The AFC East. Mm. (laughs) I think you have. I mean, I I think think it depends. I know you have the Dolphins and the. I think it depends on how you feel about the Patriots. But if you feel like they are a playoff contender this year, and I feel like a lot of people do, uh, you know, the Bills are the second or best, second or third best team in the AFC. The Dolphins, if Tua just takes a small step forward, any kind of step forward, then they're a playoff contender. And really, you have one garbage team in the Jets, but, you know, they're a total mystery this year because they have a new coach and a new quarterback.
0: I look at this division a lot like the NFC South, honestly. You have one team that clearly is going to be elite almost no matter what. You know, it, it, obviously, it, you know, you have injuries, right, to Tom Brady or Josh Allen. Maybe the Bills or the Bucks stink. But more than likely, when you look at the Bills and the Bucks, you're talking about teams that are going to win 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games right? Mm-hmm. Vegas agrees with us. Rover under is 11, 10.5, 11, 11.5, 11 whatever it is. So in that respect, you have that elite team up top. And then there's a lot of question marks surrounding the Patriots. There's a lot of question marks surrounding the Dolphins. There's a lot. Of I don't marks think surrounding- there's a lot
1: surrounding the Patriots. It comes down to Cam Newton and Mac Jones. I think everything well, that, else
0: will... Those are big question marks.
1: Yeah, but that's it, though. They, they spent $40 billion in the offseason. Nikhil Harry wants to be traded. I don't think anyone cares about that. Okay. I think, and the big question around the Dolphins, of course, is, is Tua. And I don't want to crap on Tua because people have actually pointed out that I just reflexively,
0: we'll see. Well, see. I guess look, at it, look at it like this, Wilson. The two teams in the middle of these divisions, you have the Panthers and the Saints and the Pats and the uh, Dolphins. You have huge questions about the, at the quarterback position for all four. Yeah. Of them. yeah. That's, That's sort right. of what I meant, is that there's some similarities. And then the team at the bottom, Falcons and the Jets, probably aren't similar, but. You maybe do Falcons and Panthers, Jets and Panthers. I don't know. Who anyway. has a
1: better year, Tua or Zach
0: Wilson? I'll take Tua just because he's been in the NFL one year longer. I'll take Tua because he has better people around him as well. I really like what the Jets are doing there. I'll take Zach Wilson. Okay. okay. I, I like you. the Jets. I, I like the Jets a lot. I, I want to like the Jets a lot. Either. Yeah, you said that two years ago when they now they got rid of Adam GaSe though. They added Elijah Moore. They added Corey Davis. Kept up their offensive, offensive line. Williams, Mackay, uh-huh. Becton, yeah, they get Elijah Vera, Tucker, is Zach Wilson is good. The Jets can win seven, eight games.
1: What this year?
0: Yeah, I
2: don't think he, that's he, he the I don't think that's completely preposterous. You'd yeah. have to be Justin
1: Herbert good because they won seven games with Anthony Lynn trying everything in his power to not help them win late.
0: Oh right, yeah. I I, I don't think it's out of the question that they could win some games. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I I do like the the coaching staff. Hopefully,
0: what's the lowest this division could go? Six.
1: I mean, like win total. So they won twenty three plus nine. They won thirty one games last year, and that was a high water mark. That's the prediction for the NFC East this year. So the
0: Bills (laughs) are basically predicted to win eleven games. The Patriots are predicted. They're over under nine minus one fifty. Wow, that's kind of surprising. Dolphins over under nine minus one forty. Wow! We didn't own Wilson. Wow! Wow! And the Jets are over under six. So that's thirty five.
1: So they're they're four games. Predicted to be four games better than NFC East according to the book. The bookmakers. Mm. (laughs) Bookmakers.
0: Breach is that a uh, scheduling thing? Perhaps a what? That the that AFC East has an easier schedule, maybe.
2: Uh, they, do it, they get to play the AFC South. They play the AFC South. That's why. And Ooh. the NFC East. Ooh, they, they they get the NFC East in the special seventeenth game, so they don't play the full uh, division. Right, right. But well, we'll find out in. But then they're also playing. The they're also teams. playing the NFC South, so they're playing three of the divisions I have ranked below them.
0: But so that means the bottom. They they play the NFC South too. Yeah. Oh, there's a chance the AFC East could be like third in, in the division power rankings.
1: Oh, just based on the, the crappy schedule they have up in front of them.
0: Maybe second. Fair,
1: a Dude, lot of winnable games. They're fourth
0: right now, I guess. A lot Man. of winnable
1: games. A lot of pressure on Zach and Tua and Mac McCorkle. Man, maybe we should bet on the Patriots to make the playoffs.
2: Let's see oh, right we've now.
0: Been, we've been saying that forever. They're plus 125 to make the playoffs.
2: That's lower than what it was when we talked about it. Can we start our Bud Light <laughs> bet of the week? Brinson, you just make a bet live on air. It's a great segment. Yes. I knew I could come up with something. Debo, what all
0: do we right. think? Unfortunately, we've already sold the package, and Bud Light doesn't want to be associated with gambling, and you're fired, breach. But other than that, <laughs> there, go? Um, no, I uh, I like that idea. Debo, float that up the uh, <laughs> flagpole, the old flagpole, and see what they say. <laughs> Anywho, uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, the top three divisions in mm. John's divisional power rankings. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.
3: Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, who's number
0: three in your divisional power rankings breaching? Why are they crazy conf- uh, controversial
2: in terms of the ranking here? Number three is... has, has to be the AFC North. It just the has to be. AFC, not North. AFC what? West. It's the AFC what? West.
1: Crazy talk. What are you doing?
2: It is the AFC West. You, you think they should be the higher? Take off the bra and be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Explain yourself, weirdo. Well, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are in the division, so that automatically makes them good. But I'm not sure if you follow the other three teams. None of them finished above 500 last year. Uh, But they're all better. I You know, I would put the AFC West up against a lot of divisions. I think they're better than most, which is why I have them at three and not four, five, six, seven, or eight. Wow. Um, thank you for that explanation. <laughs> That's incredible. I think
0: they're better than some, which is why they're three. But what are you, Prisco? Learn well, I mean, this
2: is so you, the game! you've talked about the Buccaneers, the NFC South and the AFC East, where you have the Buccaneers kind of the, the the top heaviness of the division because the Buccaneers are so good. The other three are a mystery. The AFC East, the Bills are so good. The other three are a mystery. And then you have the AFC West where the Chiefs are good. The other three are a mystery. But I think the three under the Chiefs have a higher upside than the three under the Bills or the three under the Buccaneers. And that is why they're ahead.
1: We've we've discussed this numerous times. Anthony Lynn cost the Chargers probably three or four wins.
2: Aaron Rodgers could go to the Broncos.
1: Aaron Rodgers could go to the Broncos. And
2: if that happens, I move them up to two or one.
1: You can't. These are you set in stone.
0: One. All, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, this is easily the number one division in football.
1: And not easily. I think there's I think you could have a conversation about the other one that I I'm assuming it's the AFC North, so I can't wait to talk about that. Uh but right, Aaron Rodgers could go. You can't change them. These are in stone breach, but I think also, every every year we we crap all over um, Derek Carr and, and John Gruden, and every year the offense looks good. The defense is a huge problem. Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I would put them ahead of the, your number two
0: seed. I'm not um, going to be out here standing for the the Raiders. You know that. <laughs> I, I do, however, think that – I mean, I think the Chargers have a chance to win the division.
1: Yeah, we'll see. New coaching staff, but uh, I mean – Durbin James coming back. I don't. Justin Herbert may not be as good as he was last year, but I think he'll he'll be really good. I don't think he'll take a huge backslide. I don't expect him to. I expect him to to get better. Um, but even if that doesn't show itself in terms of productivity, he'll be going in the right direction. And of course, Drew Locke is a huge question as he was last year when I predicted the Broncos to go to the playoffs. Thank you, Drew Locke. I think they're too low. But Whoa, I think there's only
2: I, two spots left.
1: Yeah, I think they're just oh, one too
2: they're, low. They're third.
0: I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes. Right, so, I think play they're, play they're one too game. low.
1: I think they're one spot too
0: low. They're one too low. It's homerism shining in.
1: How is Her, that possible? Yeah, who's, I don't who's, believe Brian, who's
0: winning a game between the Raiders and the
1: Bengals? Come on. I mean, the question is, who who's winning a game between the, the Broncos and the Bengals? That's the question. Well, the Broncos are stomping the Bengals. With Drew Locke as quarterback? Yeah. What do you think,
2: Breach? I know the answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Uh, I, I think it's not a stopping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the spread's six and a half. Who are you take it? Well, the Bengals. And guess
2: what? The Broncos and Bengals play each other this year, so we'll find out on find the field. Find out. We will find out on the field.
1: Tattoos involved, too. All
0: right, so Steelers and Broncos, who wins?
1: Well, the Steelers beat the crap out of them last year. They, they knocked Drew Locke out of the game. So. Hey, they beat the crap out of them. It was closer than you thought. And, and I will ra- say... They ran up the score, and then they let the Broncos...
2: So the Chiefs go. went 10-0. and They went undefeated in non-divisional games last year. So outside of the AFC West and that has only happened, that was only the fourth time that's happened over the past decade. And so when you look at the AFC West in full, the other three teams went 12 and 18 outside the division. So they just got beat up. And you know, like you guys said, there's a lot of reasons to like those teams because the Raiders offense 11. could be good again. The, the the Chargers have a competent coaching staff for once and and the Broncos defense should be better. And, and you know, whoever's quarterback should be better than they were last year, maybe. So there's a lot of reasons to like them, but eh, I don't know that I would move them up over a team, a division that produced three playoff teams last year.
1: To your point, they should have been 11 and 19 because uh, the jets let them win that game. Thanks to Greg Williams against the Raiders. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) That was, that was probably the case. That's a good point.
2: That's an argument against uh, putting the AFC West up higher. All right.
0: It's okay. It's fine if you want to do that. I I think it's I think it's a little too high. I would go the other direction. I would have them
2: second. Yeah, I just two.
0: because I'm skeptical about the number two. And team.
2: you guys would have yeah. the NFC AFC North at three. I assume that they're your number two. Number two is the team that Brinson and Wilson would both have at three. The only team in the NFL. The only I division. Three. I just said I wouldn't have it two. The only division that produced three playoff teams last year. My second-ranked division is the AFC North. Why do you keep pointing out last year? Well, that's Because sort of these teams are going to be just
0: history. as good. All right, so the, Ra- the Browns' win total is 10, over minus 145. My goodness. I'm, uh, I'm if you just... have three
2: teams that made the playoffs last year, yes, you're going to bring that up and say, do they have a good shot at making the playoffs this year? Yes, they do. The Bengals, the Ravens is 11, juice to
0: the under. The Bengals is 6.5, juice to the under. And the Steelers are... Wow, Steelers are minus 180 not to make the playoffs, and their win total is 9 minus 150 to the under. So 9-11, really? that's 20, plus 10, 30, plus 6.5, so
1: 36.5. Oh, and they won, let's see, they won 38 games last year, so not that, that much different. Just the, so they're expecting less, though. Reorganizing the win totals a little bit. Well, they're expecting less with four more games, so that's also noteworthy. Yeah. Oh, good point. There you go. So, Breach, oh! what, <laughs> what are your rankings of how these teams finish in the division, Breach?
2: Uh, probably Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals.
1: Yeah, I think Pittsburgh is third on everyone's list. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland, I think. I almost
2: used
0: uh, one of my Bud Light hot takes, was or cold takes, ice cold Bud Light. Ice cold takes presented by Bud Light was
2: going to be Steelers finished last. In the but then you didn't want to steal your take from last year? <laughs> Recycle another, your Bud Light oh, cans, please. Because oh, oh. one's recycling gonna, his takes.
1: Another one was going to be the Garrett Bradbury one, uh, offensive MVP. But he, uh, he used I, that one no, a couple no, years no. ago. That not work really either. I
0: just there's think a, there's a chance the Steelers fall apart because they're line the offensive line and defensive line. I think good.
1: the offensive line is going to be slightly better, which isn't an issue. I think the issue. Is why
0: do you Steelers fans keep saying that?
1: Because they their offensive line was old and sucked last year, and they're just young and learning, so it might be the same and have a chance I to. In that case,
0: Steelers are a good bet to win the division.
1: No, I think Roethlisberger is going to be the concern. Uh, You know, he always says he works out in the offseason. He's ready to come back. He'll have two and a half good games, and then we'll see a lot of last Uh, He's like me fasting
0: in July. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, I'm really dedicating myself to the 2021 season, getting ready ahead of training camp, and then all of a sudden, going like a blackout bender in August. Much like you.
1: He just cracked open his first Bud Light at at 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Ben's definitely a Bud Light guy. And the other part about Maybe he might be a Bud Heavy guy.
2: Yeah. Me? No, no ben ben, not oh, about oh, is oh, definitely Bud Heavy guy. Yeah, Bud Heavy Yeah, not Bud Light, but Anheuser Busch, Budweiser, Budweiser. Bud. Um, the, the oh, other part of AFC Bud North heady because it's the opposite of Bud Light. You see, is it? Is it? Yeah, I know. I got it. That's, I I agreed with you that <laughs> Ben ahead. was definitely a butt Heavy but guy. There. Uh, the, the other part of the AFC North is how you feel about the Bengals. So if you think they're going to be better, <laughs> the, because you're talking about three playoff I have contenders. One thing to say to you. Three Pull playoff contenders.
0: Game, take off the bra and be
2: a man. No one cares about the Bengals. Go ahead. Three playoff contenders in the Bengals. So if you think the Bengals can win six or seven or eight games, then a this game. team's easy. Uh, this division's easy second. Who's better, Bengals or the Steelers? I mean, they split the series last year. <laughs> then are the Bengals a playoff contender? The Bengals could finish with a better. Ra- you, you, your ice cold take is the Steelers going to finish in last? So what I are you know talking about?
0: that's my point. That's why I would knock the AC North down. You're saying that the Bengals could beat the Steelers, but you also called the Steelers a playoff contender. Erico, the Bengals have to be a playoff contender, or your entire logic is built on fallacies created in your diluted, warped mind that came about strictly because you were forced. Because you were conceived the, during the Bud Bowl, and then, first of course, to watch Joe Montana destroy your father's hopes and dreams, and your hopes and dreams as a small child, which is how you ended up on this podcast in the first place. Oh, <laughs> ho, ho, up pie, down hard.
2: When you spin it like that, it sounds depressing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh um, prior, prior to that last answer, Breach is basically the politician and Brenson is the person in the press yelling out questions, and he's just deflecting, deflecting, I deflecting.
0: I want the truth.
1: And finally you, you beat it out of him. All right.
0: I, and, I just, look the if the Ravens max out, if the Browns can t- if the Browns are at the same level or above, which Vegas thinks they will be. So that's possible. I'm a little what do you forward. think? I think the Browns
1: are winning the division.
0: I think Browns can win the division. I think there's a decent chance that the Bengals don't get any better. I think the Bengals should be better. But there's still the are good. they don't aren't better.
1: They won four games and tied one last year. I think five or six is their is right where they're at. I and think
0: Breach not really think that much better
2: in your I agree. Team. But Breach I think thinks eight is their max. Is that right, Breach? But if they win <laughs> six and six is the worst team in your division, that means you're not a bad division. Yeah. No, that's that right. Doesn't,
0: yeah. That doesn't mean anything. No
1: it does. The
0: he said last you have, year what if you're
2: like 989 Only one team last year had a 6-win team in last place and that is the number 1 team in our rankings. And last year all three of
1: the teams ahead of the Bengals won double digit games and all three is breached. No didn't went to the playoffs. So that I think, you know, it's Pretty. logical.
0: Agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> agree to agree that you're wrong.
0: Uh... <laughs> agree, to agree to agree that I'm wrong. That's,
3: <laughs> that's fine.
0: Um I look, I just think that when you look at this division, there's a chance that these teams backslide a little bit and this second number two over ranking will look dumb. When hey, you're home, Justin Herbert, and potentially Aaron Rodgers.
2: AFC and so you North. would have the AFC West at number two. Is that my understanding, Brinson?
0: That is correct. So AFC yeah.
1: North All-Stars versus AFC West All Stars. They play 10 times. What, what's AFC the- West
0: smokes them?
2: No. I mean, you can't use every quarterback. So you can't use Justin Herbert in the AFC West. You need to. You could build a pretty strong defense with the AFC North. I don't know. I don't think the AFC West smokes them.
1: Okay, like I think is Lamar a quarterback or it's I mean Ben's not it's either Lamar or Baker, right? Burrow,
2: <laughs> I think it's it would, Lamar or Burrow.
1: Burrow if he's healthy, but Burrow we don't know about Burrow. What are you? T- but but I do think now. it's Lamar.
2: It's Lamar. It's Lamar.
0: <laughs> yes it's either the guy who played four games last year before shattering his leg because he can't stop extending plays or the guy who once won mvp and ran for three or passed for three thousand yards and ran for a thousand is the only person to do so in a single season i don't know either one or the other you could pick i guess well then john harbaugh has to be your coach
1: either way i think it's like 10 games i think it's probably 5.2 to
0: 4.8 okay you guys are higher on the, the division than i am that's because you're Homer. That's home because.
2: There's nothing wrong with being a homer, Brinson. All right, the number one division. I agree with this one, actually. (laughs) The number one division. If you've been listening the whole time, God bless you, you 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 first of all. You may know. (laughs) Process of elimination. It is the NFC West. And I think this one uh, is pretty simple. I think it's the one division where it conceivably feels like all four teams can make the playoffs. I don't think you can really say that. I mean, obviously you can say all four teams, any division can make the playoffs, but this is the one where you would feel comfortable putting money down on any one of these teams and thinking they could make the postseason. Uh, it wouldn't be surprising at all. if All of them finish 500 or better, um, which almost happened last year, except the 49ers, the bottom fell out. Everyone got injured and they finished six and 10. Uh, but other than that, you know, everybody finished eight wins or more Rams with 10 Seahawks, 12 and four. And again, you know, now that you have seven playoff spots in each conference, you can conceivably have a division send all four of its teams. And I think if there's any chance of that happening for the first time ever, it would be with the NFC West.
1: I I would agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to argue. Uh, I think we give Kyle Shanahan the benefit of the doubt time and time again, even though, as you pointed out, Breach struggled down the stretch, but that's because of so many injuries. I have uh, lost zero faith in Kyle Shanahan's ability to, to win football games. I think the biggest question here is Arizona and just where Kyle Murray's at and his progression and Cliff Kingsbury, because he's Kingsbury's not in the conversation with Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll's, you know, he's almost 70 years old. And he's, he's a sort of a defensive coach who's um, you know, he's not an offensive wizard, if you will, but he has Russell Wilson. So it certainly helps. So I think the big question is Arizona, but I do think they're going to get better and they went eight and eight last year. So, I suppose one of these teams could fall off the cliff. I don't know how it could be the Rams with Matthew Stafford, who um, are the favorites for Brinson. And, and I think I'd like, the, I'd like them to win the division as well over the Seahawks.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, I don't know what to do with the Rams and the 49ers because my Matthew my Matthew Stafford, Stafford loves knows you know, very few bounds. But golly, the 49ers look like a team that could just win it all. But Why? Who's the quarterback? quarterback? I mean, Jimmy G, and then you give Trey Lance the rock, maybe half maybe a quarter weight in the season. If, he, if Jimmy G stinks, if Jimmy G's good, he, he holds off Trey
3: Lance. We just talked about the, the,
1: the dire quarterback situations for the Saints, for the Jets, for the Patriots, and now all of a sudden it's fine for Trey Lance to come in who hasn't played football in 600 days and be, go to the Super Bowl? Can you mention the Jets' dire quarterback situation? You mentioned the Patriots, and you mentioned – um the other team I just mentioned. Who else? The Saints. The Saints, yeah. I
0: mean, I think the Cam Newton, Mack Jones thing is a question.
1: My point is that. Jimmy
0: that, G has it's, it's been to a Super Bowl. I and mean, I guess Cam Newton has too, technically. But
1: Yeah, who would you, like knowing what we know right now, which isn't much, but based on starting the team tomorrow, would you rather have Cam Newton start or Jimmy Garoppolo start? Or
2: Jameis Winston? I would rather have Winston. Jimmy G uh, start this season than Cam Newton. I don't know. Or Jameis. Or Jameis too.
1: See, I, I'm not convinced. J, Jimmy G might be third on that list for me. Because if Cam is healthy, and he's a further a year further along in the system in New England, I'm not sure that he's worse than Jimmy G. My point is that I don't know if we should just poo-poo the the quarterback situation. in San Francisco is not being a concern. Nothing.
0: It's fair. I mean, look, I like I like both the Rams and the Forty Nine ers in this division, and I think the Cardinals, the, the Seahawks are third. I think, the Car- I think the Seahawks and the Cardinals are Man, potentially in a dogfight.
2: We need to see what
0: –
1: um just hate Russell Wilson. That's weird. That's a weird I take. Hate
0: you?
2: Russell Wilson. Why are you just, hating on just, Russell? He's in just, Venice, Italy. The man's not even in the country to defend himself. He's been on the podcast before, and but, you're sitting here hating on him, Brenton. Yeah, the new
0: offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, who comes to the Rams. I want to see how that works out. The 49ers are losing coaches too. If there's And the Cardinals – they add JJ Watt, they had AJ Green, like the big splashy signings, but are they gonna, you know, are they gonna work out and make their team that much better? I think there are question marks around those two teams, but I wouldn't be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if any one of those four teams won the division. I would. I think this is clearly the best division in football. I thought I, that coming I, into last year you wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals won the division. Cardinals aren't winning the division. I wouldn't be surprised. You're yeah, not you gonna would. pick it this year like an idiot, but you would be surprised. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised. I, I mean, I would be surprised. Okay. I the, I the-
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Breach, I think this list is pretty good. The only question I had was the AFC North maybe being a little too high, but you made a good case. Otherwise, have you gotten any feedback, people yelling at you on Twitter? Because that's typically the, the barometer of whether you got it right or not.
2: Or or on Instagram. Yeah,
1: You know what, though?
2: I feel like everybody agrees with the NFC West at number one, and that's where uh, most people have their issues. Like, oh, this couldn't be the top-ranked team. And the NFC East people know their team was so bad last year that they regularly tweeted that their division was garbage, so they don't really have anything to argue about. So it was really the middle, and people don't get too sensitive about oh, you ranked to be fifth instead of fourth. So
1: unless been... you're, unless you're making mock drafts, in which case they want you fired.
2: Exactly. Thank God I don't make mock drafts.
1: I wonder who does the NBA mock drafts? I wonder if they get the, the sort of pushback that I, I uh
0: no <laughs> yeah. Mainly because there's not the same industrial complex. Yeah, they got a ton of it, I think. Devo, you might know better than I would, but um, I think the, the you know the NFL mock draft. The NFL season ends early February. The draft isn't until March.
1: You have a lot of time to build. It's usually behavior. like a
0: month period, and you got to wait for the lottery, which they've already done now. But there's, I think, there's a lot less teams who are know, on the back end of the NBA draft are like, whatever, dude.
1: And you don't have time to to get angry. No one cares about second round picks. I don't think they do anymore.
0: They, they didn't. Win uh, I mean, I think nicole the reigning MVP was a second round pick. But you are correct. Generally speaking, teams in the NBA don't care as much about second round picks. Uh, and if the, I think the interest has gotten deeper in terms of how the draft goes for in NBA NFL teams, whereas for NBA teams, maybe it's just really the first ten picks. You're like, oh, how dare you have Kate Cunningham over Scotty Barnes or or reverse?
1: You go as a as a Sixers fan. Do you care about second round picks that the Sixers are making?
3: No, I mean, I went through an era where the draft and the lottery was everything because they were they were picking at the top of the draft each year. But now that they're a little bit better and picking 28, it, it doesn't mm. really move the needle for me. But that's what teams, you know, in, in January in the NBA, if you're a really bad team, you start looking forward to the draft. But if you're a good team, like Brinson said, there's a one-week gap, if that, between Game Seven of the Finals and the NBA draft, where you have... Three and a half, four full months between NFL, their end of the Super Bowl. I guess two and a half months between that and, and the draft.
1: Maybe I'm going to petition Roger Goodell to move the draft to February
2: 28th. You would hate life. You'd go straight from covering the Super Bowl to putting out mock. Tr- you wouldn't even cover the Super Bowl because you'd be too, too busy during draft season.
1: That's the other issue. You have to worry about 300 something players as opposed to 50 players, maybe, for the NBA. All right. Fair enough.
0: Okay. All right. That's the show. That's it. Great stuff for a Friday. Friday. Friday's cracking them Bud Lights early. <laughs> responsibly, of course. Crack your Bud Lights early, but crack them responsibly.
1: What's happening Be on, on Monday? Monday
0: for a mailbag Monday? Mailbag. Weekend.